Well, welcome back to Dating Funnies. How the heck is everyone? It's been a little over a week since I've been here. I thought I'd talk about a few interesting situations I ran into this week, which I found were comical. I also thought I'd talk a little bit about the pineapple or pizza topping. So I pulled up a, an article. I'll chat about that a little bit. But first, I want to chat about some of the escapades I went on this last week. I'm uh, on Bumble, and for those of you who are maybe not familiar with Bumble, it's a dating app, imagine that, where if you match, the woman has to initiate the contact. And I went on there rethinking that maybe I'd get lucky, like a friend of mine who met his now wife on Bumble about a year and a half ago. They dated for six months and they got married. And I thought, okay, well, maybe that's the best place because she was tired and he was tired of the normal dating apps. Well, I got connected with a couple of women in my immediate area on Bumble this last week. But I guess Bumble now has a couple of different categories. They have one for dating, which is what I had. And then they have one called BFF, so Best Friends Forever. So I interacted with both these women, and then I went and met one of them. And when she shows up, and this is just last week, I agreed to meet her at the Bellevue Park. They've got a trail there that I typically will walk four to five miles every two to three times a week. And then I play golf on top, on top of that, so I get plenty of walking in. We meet up there and she goes on to tell me under being totally honest that she is married. Thinking okay well no problem we're just gonna be best friends. I'm, you know you're not here to date. I'm not I knew that going in. But as we were walking around the park what I thought was really interesting you know she wanted to know more about dating what dating was like and what was it like to be single and you now she asked for my thoughts and of course I've been accused on many occasions as I'm sure you folks might accuse me as well, that instead of dating funnies, I'm turning into a dating coach, which I'm not trying to be. It's just that my experiences, I try to share them with you, my listeners, and other people when I go to meetups. And what I have to say seems to ring true for a lot of people because we have all run into the same situation. It's just, it's just amazing. So, you know, I'm reading these books and one of the things I think all of us could learn men and women alike is we should never chase someone if we're chasing someone they're running away from us so when someone says give me space then give them space don't reach out to them don't text them don't call them don't tell them how much you're missing them none of that when they're ready if they want you in their life they'll reach back out to you because the fact is if they want to talk to you they can they can reach out to you and call you email you, text you, and if they don't, then they don't. You know, through this past few weeks, I've been watching a couple interesting movies. I guess I'm a romantic at heart, and some of the messages are very clear to me that we meet people for a reason. What those reasons are, we don't know. It might turn into something it may not, or at, at the bottom, or at the least, we'll learn more about ourselves and about other people. So I'm talking to this lady as we're going around Bellevue, then she starts asking me about polymorphous relationships. And that's where you have several people dating within a, 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 a ethical relationship where you're sharing partners. I thought, well, that's interesting. Then she started talking about ethical monogamy, where you actually have the permission of your partner to go out and bring another person in. And you date, you're with your husband and you're dating someone else. So what really came out of this discussion 
was she was looking for to date someone, to find a person that she could go to outside of her marriage without her husband's permission to date. So she, at the end of the day, was what? A liar. She lied to me. She lied to me about her intentions. She's out testing the waters. So after that, and I was okay with it because like I had no intention of dating her. I was just a walking buddy. But she, I came at it with that approach because I am truly single. And she, she lied about what her true intentions were. And she thought it was okay when we finally met to say what her, that she was married. Why didn't she say that up front? Empower me to make my own decisions. The other lady I met on Bumble, I, I went back to her and just asked her what she was trying to find. She's looking for somebody to do things with. And of course, after this previous experience, I said, well, don't you have girlfriends to do things with? Well, yes, but it'd be nice to have a guy friend or two. All right, so are you single? Well, no, I'm married. Does your husband know that you're going out trying to find guy friends. Well, no, I don't want him to know. So there it is again, again, under the disguise of best friends forever, what they're trying to do is find someone that they can run to when they decide to leave their husband. Okay, I understand that maybe that's what they want to do, but is that fair to me? Is that fair to the next person that they're just going to jump from one deal to the next? I think not, because if they'll do it to their husbands, They'll do it to you. Why, why do people do that? Why do we treat people so rudely and badly that we don't, we'll discard them as, as we go along the way once we decide, well, you were good for a little while, but I found somebody else. And where this really came to play for me this week, I will share with you folks, I met a lady seven years ago. She had just gotten out of a divorce is what I was told. We went on a couple of dates. Then all of a sudden, things kind of got weird and come to find out that she was still married, getting a divorce. Like, well, that's not going to work for me. Come see me once you're fully divorced. So she finally divorced. Even though it was fresh, I agreed to go out with her again. And I thought it was odd when we were out, she wanted to take a picture of us together. And then after that, she just wasn't interested anymore after I sent the picture to her. My guess is that she looked at the picture and said, yeah, we don't look like a couple. Years later, when I met up with her again, that's exactly what happened. She made the assumption, well, we didn't look good as a couple, therefore I wasn't the right candidate. But what is funny is now out of the blue, she shows up again. She started texting me a couple weeks ago about some challenges she was having with her lawnmower, with other yard equipment. Her boyfriend wouldn't do anything. Here she is living with a guy. She's been living with him for six years. So the guy that she left on the last marriage, she went from him, she initially thought I would be the, the right target, and then she found this other guy to be the right target, and so she wanted somebody that was going to take care of her, pay the rent, pay all the bills, let her work, kind of be the, the dutiful girlfriend or wife, whatever that means today. So I interacted back and forth with her and just kind of said, hey, look, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that first before you just go off and do that. So she wanted to meet up, have, I guess, a happy hour type thing to, 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 to say whatever it might be. So I agreed to meet her and I had to laugh because through the whole conversation, she's telling me about the relationship between her and her boyfriend for the last six years. All the disconnects and she's trying to find someone that's a good person before she leaves him. Seriously, folks, come on, I'm tired of that. How would you like it if I did that to you? And then 
I, I went with you and then decided I didn't like you and I went back to the last person. Seriously, let's be single if we're going to be single. Not right out of relationship, not right out of your husband died or your wife died after 30 years, 20 years, 10 years of marriage. Come on. I get that we're lonely. There's lots of hookup stuff out there if you're that lonely. You can even pay for a hookup if you wanted to. But to use another person to fill your void, whether it's financial emotional or physical and lie about it just irritates the shit out of me this is absolutely ridiculous that we treat each other this way i you know this this and then then this lady had the nerve she's like asking me so you're still single yeah i'm still single wow i'm surprised someone hasn't really caught on to you you are a prize catch i wanted to respond to her and in my head i sat there and said darn right I'm a patch. It's just that people like you make it too difficult for a person like me to find someone or be open enough or be ready enough to find me or maybe find you. Just like this last lady I dated that's younger than me. She didn't know what she had right in front of her, you know, but she was too busy trying to juggle several people at the same time. And I get it, we all make our choices what we think is right, what we think is not right. But she ended up being a liar. She ended up accusing me of things that she was actually doing. She was a narcissistic person. She's abusive out of the gate, telling me things like, I don't like to be ignored. I was texting her late at night. I sent her a text, she didn't respond, so I thought the conversation was over. I went to, I went to sleep, I was tired, I get up at 5 a.m. And then I get this nasty email, the, the text the next day. I should have said, no, we're not doing this. Out of the gate, she's treating me like crap. I didn't do anything wrong. We need to pull the plug on that stuff and say, no, we don't need to be abused by anybody. What are your stories? What kind of situations have you guys run into? Are you willing to put up with that bad behavior? I mean, that's I've done that in the past. Put up with bad behavior, thinking, wow, if I just liked them more, if I loved them more, if I did more for them, They'll like me back. They'll love me back. Shit, they never love you back. They're never going to love you the way you want to be loved. All you can do is try to be a good person. You know, be attentive to them, their needs. Cater to the things that are important to them. Quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, whatever it is. And if they don't reciprocate, shit, for me, it's time to move on. I'm tired of doing this whole game and, and uh, I'm getting lied to. People are being deceitful. They're not honest. They're not transparent. You know, I, I can only take so much. And I've seen on TikTok uh, a few videos, which you guys know I listen to a few videos. It's like this guy's screaming. He's sick and tired of the way people use him and treat him. I am too. How about you? Are you sick and tired? You know, I'd love to get your emails on your thoughts on this. How sick and tired are you? Are you sick and tired enough to say enough's enough? Kind of like the one date I went on with this lady wouldn't even look at me, wouldn't even talk to me. I finally said to her after 15 minutes, Hey, I'm just letting you know this date is over. I'm not sitting here for the whole night with you not looking at me or you not talking to me. Hey, if I sit there and compliment you on how you dress or how you look and you sit there and tell me, I know, I'm out. You can't say thank you. I tried to set up this, well, I didn't try to set up this match dating service, tried to set up a date with me with a lady that's a little older than me. And the lady said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm retired, so we can meet up whenever. They go, okay, when do you want to meet up? They pushed it out three weeks later. I go, okay, well, fine. If they want to do it three weeks from now, I'm good with that. 
to put it on my calendar. Once stuff gets on my calendar, it never moves unless I'm deathly ill. I get a text on the, the day before we're supposed to meet. Oh, she's going to have to reschedule. She's not sure she can do it in the next week or two. So I did what I thought I should do. I just texted back the, the matchmaker and said, look, it's obvious to me her interest level has gone down. And that's okay. But it was on my calendar. Should have stayed on her calendar. And for her to push it out another week or two, that's okay, except I know that another week or two, she'll come up with another excuse why she can't make the meeting. So I'm out. Go find somebody else. I haven't got time for that. I got other things going on in my life besides flakes flaking out on the last minute. We can't keep commitments anymore. No one's that damn busy. I've got a sign on my desk at home that says, we make time for the things that we feel are important to us. Seriously. Well, I, I'm finding I, I, when I'm going to meet someone for happy hour, dinner, whatever, I make time for them. I pull it on my calendar. I'm trying to show them that their time's valuable. And I can blow them off at the last second. If I'm running late, they're going to get a text or a phone call from me saying, hey, look, I'm running late. I'll be there shortly. I hope you guys are that considerate too when you're out dating. We cannot ask from, from others what we're, what we're not willing to give. I'm sick and tired of the charade that I'm going through here. It's just ridiculous how I continue to be treated when I try to do things that I feel good about and I believe that they feel good about. But I can't compete with the hookup culture. I can't compete with you know, the younger women that want you to pay to be with them and they'll be with you whenever they feel like it. It's absurd to me, all this dating stuff is. And so then we got to move into the realm of I got to be careful. I got to be careful about what I put on my pizza because I'm going to be judged if I have some nothing on my pizza or something on my pizza. So here's some of the things I read on this. If you have no toppings on your pizza, you're ordering a classic pizza with no toppings, means that you prefer to stay in your comfort zone. This means that you should think outside the box and try something new once in a while. However, it also means that you stand your ground and are reliable as a partner. Really? How about this? I, I enjoy pineapple on my pizza, but I also enjoy a lot of other things on my pizza. It's been a big debate whether pineapple belongs on a pizza. Maybe you agree, maybe you don't. But it's all about your own preference, which, which is what I believe. Those who eat pineapple toppings on their pizza are chill. I don't sound so chill anymore, do I? <laughs> it's not that they don't care for others, but they don't let the little things bug them. Well, I'm to the point where the little things are starting to mount up to where I'm tired of it. Now the little things are turned not into an anthill or a molehill. They turn into a big damn mountain. It's like a, you know, a little mini mountain of one crappy treatment on top of another. Whether they are with someone or all on, they are fine with every situation go with the flow. I feel that I go with the flow all the time, but I'm getting tired of being treated like crap. I'm not going to read all the toppings, but they talk about peppers, mushroom, pepperoni, extra cheese, ground beef, barbecue chicken, your custom. Let's look at pepperoni. The most common topping on pizza lovers is definitely pepperoni. If you're part of this league, you are very nurturing. You care for your loved ones, but steer clear of complicated and dramatic people. You also have a fun side, but are afraid to show the world. In love, you strive to be a faithful partner and find it hard to date outside your type. How about barbecue chicken? I like that one too. In fact, I like all of them. I love peppers. I love mushrooms. I love pepperoni. I'm not a cheese guy because I try to stay away from processed cheese. But barbecue chicken, 
Perfect. If you choose to put barbecue chicken on your pizza, you're saucy and ready to do things that excite you. In your relationship, you never hesitate to initiate physical contact. You being a quirky flavor to the romance. Although you might find it hard to commit, settling down is not completely out of the question. Well, that probably caters more to my astrological sign than barbecue chicken. Because I am a little saucy when it comes to physical contact and intimacy. And I like to dance outside of the vanilla world because it's more fun in my opinion. But you might want to take a moment and Google what does it mean to date people with different pizza toppings. It's an interesting topic, interesting discussion. And then at my meetup group, I talking to some of the people at the meetup groups, and I meet different people at different times at these meetup groups. It's not like the same people getting the same information. Women in general, and I think guys too, are tired of the interrogation on the dates. You know, what's your name? Where do you live? How many kids you got? How long have you been divorced? I mean, you know, those can be monotonous. And maybe a better way to do this is, hey, you know, if you, if money was not a problem, where would you go on your next vacation? You know, what's your favorite color? You know, do you, do you like, you know, snow in the mountains? Do you prefer warm beaches? You know, find out where their last vacation was and what did they like so much about it? What type of things would they enjoy doing that, that they haven't done so far. Maybe those would be better qualifiers than trying to find out, although at some point, maybe not on the first date, but on a second date, if you get there, is that you find out, you know, how long have they been single? How long since their last breakup? How long were they married before their, their spouse died or they got divorced? And we've talked about it before in this podcast, I hear a lot, I'm a man looking for a woman, so I hear it from women, well, the, re- the marriage or relationship was over three years ago. We're just now finally separating. Well, you still need to separate, be by yourself, learn more about yourself, learn who you are, love yourself before you're ready for the right person to step into your life. Because if you don't do that, then you're just bringing this past relationship into the new relationship. I've seen it. I hear it. I've run into it on so many occasions it's so problematic because it's tough to measure up to this past relationship or the ghost of past relationship. Like the one lady I dated who was still texting her ex-boyfriend and then sending me copies of these text messages even though I didn't even ask for it. Didn't even know she was texting mine and I didn't care. But then when she started to put me in the middle of the conversation, that became a problem. Dating is supposed to be about having fun, getting to know someone learning something new about you, them, and the world, willing to go out and learn new ways of having fun. I mean, if you haven't scuba dived, learn how to scuba dive. If you haven't hiked, go hike. Go do new fun adventures and have fun and see how much of a connection there is or is not between the two of you. But be honest and be transparent. If you're dating a couple of people and you're freely dating, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Just be transparent. Because suppose the person that you're dating thinks you're a little bit more exclusive than you really are, but they're hoping, and then they run into you in another date when you're out and about. It's going to be embarrassing. But if they know up front that you're dating other people, then they can't be upset at you. They might be disappointed, hoping that they were going to be the one. And, of course, if you had the exclusive of being an exclusive partnership talk and you agree to be exclusive, 
then everybody expects you to honor your word. Trust, once broken, can't be brought back. It's too hard to build from trust because you're always looking over your shoulders to see what's real, what isn't real. So if you commit, then you commit. You work through the challenges. There's always going to be challenges with family, with friends, with work, you name it. The list is endless. So once again, you can reach me at datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Sorry that this podcast is a little bit more of a rant, but I just I just changed one my, my last remaining dating profile on, on Match.com. And I basically said, hey, thanks for taking a look. And you might fit one of these categories, and if so... You might want to reach out and chat with me because apparently I attract these type of people. Narcissistic people, people living with their boyfriend, people living with their husbands, people just recently broken up, recently divorced, recently widowed, that aren't honest, that aren't transparent. I guess that's my type of person because that's the type of person that keeps showing up at my front door. And I'm sick of it because I am not manifesting that kind of person. I'm looking for someone that's fun, funny, playful, outgoing, active, and, you know, wants to enjoy some wine tasting, going to some concerts, day hikes, day trips, traveling, enjoying life. Whether you're 20, 30, or my age in 60s, it's still all about enjoying life while we're still breathing. Why is it so hard to find somebody? Sadly, in my age range, they're either raising grandkids or taking care of their parents, or they got bad knees, they got bad hips, they got a bad heart, they don't ski, they don't run, they don't do this, they don't do that. They sit around and drink. If that's what I get to choose from, then I'll stay single. I'm actually seriously considering on looking more into age gap dating. You know, I, I, I'd prefer to date someone in their mid to late 40s all the way up to their early 60s. I know people 55 and older never reach out to me. I'm told by many a people I'm a prize catch. But the people 55 and older, for whatever reason, don't want to take any time or effort to meet me, get to know me, and see what I bring to the table. So if I only meet and greet people that are in their 40s and 50s, then that's fine. I'll do that. I'm not going to sit home and wait and wait and wait for these 60-year-old people to show up who are sitting at home waiting for the they're one and only to show up at their front doorstep. I hope you are not sitting at home waiting for someone to show up at your front doorstep. Go to meetups. Join singles activities uh, groups. I belong to one called In The Loop. Then there's Great Adventures. Go find groups on Facebook. There's hiking groups, there's golf groups. Whatever you like to do, go there. You're going to run into people and people that are going to have similar interests to yours. That's what I'm going to start doing now that we're starting to open up more. And I'm going to get out and about and meet more people. And hopefully before I turn 90, maybe I'll meet somebody. I hope you two meet someone and I hope you have a lot of fun. Thanks again for listening. This is Dating Funnies. And let's hope I got another good fun or funny story I can share next week. Bye for now.